0: Drama. Fashion. Podcast. Pod- and who are we?
1: That's one secret we'll never tell.
0: XOXO. Girls Room. Hey up, Residers. Girls Room here. The one and only podcast about the scandalous lives of Manhattan's elite, aka Gossip Girl. I'm Julia Gray. I have my frenemy and co-host with me, Drew Haskins. Hey, hey, hey. I'm still working out the kinks of that intro. I, I... Me too. I didn't mean to quote <laughs> Fat Albert just now. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> you that, know?
2: that was your Gossip Girl persona.
0: <laughs> yeah, oh, that would be, okay, we need, the Gossip Girl reboot really should be just different characters from pop culture history playing Gossip Girl. Bad I would love that,
1: but are it either of us impressed?
0: What'd you yeah. say? Oh, wait, we have to introduce you before before we go any further. Yeah,
1: you shush. <laughs> Julia, <laughs> proceed, please.
0: Okay, we have a very special guest, one of my good friends. He is a culture and fashion writer, also the man behind the famous Jeremy Allen White interviews. Please welcome Devin Barrett.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Hi um
0: Devin what is your relationship with Gossip Girl <laughs> getting right
2: watched in. it since day one live on the CW
0: love I, love that. I mean I feel like we we're all the same age here we were the exact right target audience for that program
1: yeah I think it it's more iconic to us because when we started in middle school I think it actually hit a little bit more than had we started it in high school or later Right. Because this was so eye opening culturally to me that, like, that really cemented a lot of the iconography.
2: Yeah. Yeah, totally. I feel like it was maybe eighth grade
3: ish when mm, came out. I feel like, younger. 70%? It was,
2: I really? think, seventh grade, right? Yeah. Well, I was obsessed with it. Yeah. And I what? still am. I-
1: yeah, what aspect of it really hooked you? Uh,
2: the girls, the outfits, the looks, the fashion, the music, the New York of it all. I guess.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Spoken like a true New Yorker. I mean, yeah. I, I feel like if we were even a little older, <clears throat> we could have easily wrote it off and like thought we were too cool for it, right? Like.
2: I almost I... feel like it was too big to write off at the time. That's also... Like, even, yeah, I feel like it was just such a, a popular smash hit. Yeah. And also, this was pre-streaming, obviously, so there was less to watch and less, like, kind of hitting a certain target. Um, Lightning yeah. in a bottle shout, you know? Yeah. It
0: was true appointment television like do you remember when <laughs> i mean the show's been out for like what almost 20 years this yeah. is not familiar. but when i don't know which season, maybe season two the ending of that one episode where serena reveals she quote-unquote killed somebody that, that's the this week- season oh my god yeah the week the in between that line and the next episode felt like seven calendar years because I was so on the edge of my seat. And that's what we've lost to binge culture. Mm,
2: fair. I also, this is coming back to me, but uh, before I think the series, came out, I also feel like it had such an audience, obviously, because of the books. Mm. And I remember, uh, no, I didn't read the books. But I remember being at the library and things and wishing I could read the books. Mm-hmm. But you know, it was a girl book, shall we say. Yeah. And not uh, a gay middle schooler. Uh, you know? Yeah.
0: Anyway. I mean, and those covers, the book covers were so, like, yeah. like you can't just read. Even as a girl, it's like a little weird. You know? Like, as a little girl reading this this cover with, like,
2: lip gloss Women, on the cover
0: yeah, yeah and women's legs like strewn on a couch with heels exactly it,
2: and they were like in eighth grader i guess uh-huh. they were high, they're high school right
0: <laughs> i was so obsessed with the books and obsessed with nate's character that i like googled lore i googled like does oh, Nate smoke weed <laughs> like they never, they never explicitly said it in the book and i was just like curious wow isn't that strange and that's, almost? I think bad? that's pretty cool. Thanks. Thanks.
2: What What about the character in the book really drew you in? Like, why were you obsessed?
0: That's a good question. I think maybe, probably mostly the physical descriptions. Like,
2: sure, mm-hmm. he
0: was your classic hunk, swoopy hair,
2: lacrosse team captain,
0: lacrosse team captain. Which you know, not you, not my usual type, but I don't know, Nate Archibald and then yeah absolutely when the show started my this is a nice segue into our next question but i was all about chuck i thought chuck was the hottest mm. <laughs> <laughs> i know that gets me a lot of hate but, everyone uh, every guest owner, we've
2: had so far has truth. been like ha!" about this <laughs> it's you know crazy. It's, i mean i you know
0: it's not the it's
2: most- ed westwick
0: I yeah guess, but... who's like a bad guy we don't need to say that on every episode
2: but yeah people this... know we know
0: people know...
2: <laughs> <laughs> is, yeah. are there any good guys or good people on a show
0: that's a good oh point. no well i mean Moral, I clarity life, is, is, is out. Yeah. oh
1: really oh yeah he's like a multiple time accused rapist
2: <laughs> yeah wow yeah okay didn't know that
0: on that note
2: Damn.
0: who is your gossip girl boyfriend like who is your oh. crush
2: Oh, Nate, obviously.
0: Okay. That, I mean, the classic answer.
2: Yeah. Some of a lot of my notes from my viewing in preparation of this uh, conversation were about how hot Nate Archibald is and looks. And it's uh, a testament to Chase Crawford's acting, I guess.
0: I mean, yeah, he, he acts hunk really mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. He, honestly, in
2: this.
0: Oh, yeah. He was a great brooding hunk. But I also, I loved him running several times in this episode. That that really worked for of me. Of course.
1: You yeah, the, you
2: the physicality, Julia. Mm-hmm.
1: As a former cross-country runner myself, I was really pleased to see that this show, from the books running to the show, retconned him into a all-star cross-country runner <laughs> instead of yeah. a cross-player. I love it. I love it, too. I think all of our we are all representing the three main guys of Gossip Girl with our boyfriends. Like, because I am the Dan, you're the Chuck, and Devin, you're the Nate.
2: Oh, okay, cool. You know, I really forgot about Dan in that. <laughs> I was like, I was like, who? Who could it be? Nate, uh, Chuck, Eric, even came to mind. Wow, um, you thought Eric? Also- okay, wait, Eric is too. I, yeah I thought Eric before I thought Dan um oh, uh Eric his Highland I guess we'll have to unpack that
0: but <laughs> I guess we
2: that, will. that was a nice surprise
1: yeah surprise true I do want to shout out I agree that Eric is cute in the gay guy haircut that they put him in <laughs> is so perfect for 2007 that like like he looks like he walked off the next bus it's unbelievable
0: <laughs> that is it he's very um I don't the highlights are so bad I, I can't get past them right. I
1: think we're having a moment with highlights again I
0: think oh, we're yeah I,
2: I think it's looking I think it's looking a little fresh but his yeah. are
1: chunky I don't know he has yeah I know colors.
2: oh they yeah look- he has the Kelly Clarkson highlights
1: but like yes. they look so good But to,
2: to also say though like where would he have gotten that hair because Thinking about the Vanderwoodsons, what salon is he going that's gonna give him that hair in that like tax bracket? Um unless this is just something he did on his own. But I imagine that uh Lily would have had eyes on that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Maybe while Lily and Serena are in the chair, he's like in the background, like sneaking a perm. <laughs> he's like vicious, like furiously flat ironing and like, right, and like right. hand dying. <laughs> so, like,
2: I would also like to see uh, Lily's reaction just to that genre of highlights.
0: Yeah. I mean, it clearly was something people did at the time. <laughs> yeah i mean hence i don't think his hair ever changes also
2: it gets less Mm. intense
0: does it I, i think
2: yeah i think a lot
1: of things about the the show's look mellow out and get way better over the over time because i i mean we'll get into the looks of this episode later but i found a lot of the costuming very budget let's say Mm-hmm. Compared to the pilot and compared to where things go later on, they were definitely scrambling a little bit for uh things they to were wear this interesting, week.
2: Interesting. Interesting.
0: There were some looks, but there weren't as many looks that I had to pause and write down, if that makes sense. Yes. Devin, which gossip girl are you? And that could be anyone in the cast. Like who do you identify with? Spiritually, emotionally. No.
2: I don't know if I if there is someone I identify with spiritually, emotionally, or I mean, maybe maybe Jenny will say just uh, okay. uh having okay. been like a you know fashion obsessed teenager,
0: yeah, and um, like
2: and, and wanting to go to fashion school or go having gone to fashion school, but uh yeah,
0: I that is a great answer. I love. Devin as little Jay. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's maybe just the what's coming to mind. Otherwise, I'll say let's embrace the inner slut with Serena.
0: Yes.
1: Yeah. A Jetty Serena Cusp, that is
2: a potent combination. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if that's an act that's definitely not an accurate read of my personality, but um I could see it. I also think when I was first watching the show, I was I remember being really obsessed with Blair. But that's also, you know kind of fair i guess huh. I given think, a given but
1: yeah i mean blair is so aspirational in so many mm-hmm. ways like right right she has the look together she is so funny and cutting there is something <laughs> very blair. like air er, er, like of course like every girl and gay wants to be blair but very few can actually reach Blairdom, the waldorf heights yeah
0: yeah i i love blair i'm she's such a perfect bitch
2: yeah that's true that's a good way to put it
0: i want to hear your take on the show's fashion maybe we should get into it we talk about the episode but maybe like a high level view as a
2: at a high level i think it's really important and extremely accurate of an era you know i think even if you look at like teen vogue from that time it probably looks really similar to what was going on on Gossip Girl. Mm -hmm. Um, I also think you look at it and it's so specific to that moment that it doesn't age well, Mm
3: -hmm. but it feels
2: really accurate and uh, um, still referential. Like, even now, I think it looks dated or, or looks of, of, a different moment. But I think that also makes it feel really interesting right now. Like thinking of like the indie sleeves of it all yes. uh, gossip girls, obviously of that time and uh, the fashion relates to that. And it is also sort of just dressed up and polished in that way where it feels like it's kind of bridging the gap between indie sleeves and high fashion and like a, a as like a pop culture product.
0: Wow, that was yeah. beautiful. I mean, I. It's funny you say it feels outdated because I I wrote in my notes like I was struck how struck by how dated but also current it looked right kind of right because of like the indie sleeves moment or whatever. yeah yeah like
2: and, some, and by outdated it doesn't mean I don't mean that in a negative way of
0: course no right no now. I know what you mean
2: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. just to clarify
0: definitely
1: I, I think also the circling back to like. Prep fashion that we're seeing too, especially in a lot of like menswear, um, mm-hmm. looks current enough to. I like it's definitely dated in its way, but um, at least the guys' outfits this week, I was like, oh, I could wear this right now, and I think people would not say too much, except for Eric, who looked like <laughs> he walked off the next bus, but like everyone else was like, I think it, it that style is just like you see it a lot in kind of the like. Emily on doors and, like, the, like, even J. Cruz kind of looking like that again, too, for the first mm-hmm. time in a while, so.
0: I mean, like, men's fashion obviously remains more consistent than women's fashion, but the one, like, prep uh, symbol that has not carried over is the popped collar, which I have seen a lot. In this show, <laughs>
2: yeah, I actually think that's a moment right now,
0: really. Okay, absolutely. Right like, in but how like prevalent a moment, like low risk like, side specific, or yeah, are we seeing... yeah, okay. no, I'm thinking right, of
2: perfect. like it feels sort of in the same breath as Indy sleeves mm-hmm. um, where the pop collar feels, um, uh not edgy but almost disruptive in a way of of it being just really different um and uh, it feels sort of like that I could see coming back um not in the same way um but in a like you know a moment of irony a moment of uh, uh nostalgia for this time
0: it's definitely feels ironic and mm-hmm. I, I mean, the moment you, you countered an image of an essence model, like popped into my mind, like yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, yeah, I yeah. see clearly now, <laughs> now that you make this point, I'm like, I'm on board. I mean, I'm not on board, but I, I see. I, I
1: like again. your choice of the word disruptive because it definitely, if I wore a popped collar somewhere,
0: <laughs> you would disrupt.
1: it would
2: disrupt a lot of things. Right, sure. right, right, right. Questions it's like- all subversive yeah, right. in how just completely left field it is right now. And how uh, obviously, like, it kind of stems from uh, the moment of Abercrombie and Fitch in that heyday. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thinking of uh, that styling was parodied on SNL or Mad TV, where it becomes a caricature. Mm-hmm. So I kind of see how that, you know, could come back
1: yeah there's so, a the character caricature <laughs> idea is so good like I th- i'm sure i think i've talked about this on the podcast before and like people who listen definitely know about this book but natasha stagg has a really good yeah, essay yeah, yeah. about the abercrombie moment and sleeveless where she talks about like kind of like the sexual self-parody that it got to that i think really i it really academically articulates a lot of what we're talking about but it's also just fun to read so everyone go uh check that out yeah. she
0: definitely name checks gossip girl in that
2: too love love that book that's perfect well,
0: gossip girls in the air yes. should we get into the episode
1: yeah i think so um do you want to do- recap or do i want to recap last week
0: i'll recap last week you can do our overview of this week. okay sounds good So, last week, Serena and Dan explored their budding connection while Blair and Nate's continued to die on the vine. Jenny broke into Blair's apartment to return her calligraphy pens and join the Queen Bee's hive, while Chuck sulked over his multiple failed rape rape attempts in a mint cardigan. Oh my god, I love this. I'm sorry. Drew wrote them this week, so I'm just reading them for the first time, overjoyed by his wording. (laughs) All, and remembering the name of this party. Okay, all this teen tension came to head at Barth Bass's annual morning exclamation point in Paris party at which <laughs> there was no three-way, only D-Day. The episode ended with Serena dramatically tossing her LG chocolate into a sidewalk trash can in a symbolic yet extremely literal act of social defiance. Oh wow. My, symbolic yet extremely literal indeed. That is kind of like Serena's whole deal. Like she I mean,
1: that is not a woman who moves in silence at all. No. Mm-mm.
2: <laughs> you know, the LG chocolate in the trash can is really a mic drop
0: moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it is. It is. We're um we're trying to do a new segment called cell phone watch, so if you have any cell phones you want to call out throughout the episode. Oh, cool. There were I mean, so many It was really another accessory at the time. So many different kinds of cell phones. Okay, Drew, give us the the Spotted. All right. Spotted,
1: it's Ivy Week at Constance Billard, and all the hotties are putting their best foot forward to get into their dream schools. Blair, Chuck, and Serena all leverage their legacy connections into prime usher spots at the Ivy League mixer, while poor-ass Dan can't turn his status as indie rock royalty into networking success. Blair calls Serena an addict in front of all the college admission counselors when it was, in fact, gay Eric's gay suicide attempt that is the big Vanderwoodson family secret. After that, Blair and Serena made up in the rain for now.
0: <laughs> okay. Amazing.
1: Amazing. So we're getting into the report card. I forgot to write down Gossip Girl herself on here. Um I would give Gossip Girl just briefly I would give Gossip Girl a B this week. I did not think it was her best week for zingers.
0: I I agree <laughs> there was one line I really loved that I will shout out later, but yeah, she was kind of on her B game. I might agree with the B. Okay.
2: I, I Do think... you have
0: a rating before we jump in for our girl of both? I'll go with
2: B, also because I didn't think about her as a, a character to to rate, um,
0: which just, is it all. my own slight. No, I mean, I mean, yes.
2: <laughs> also, because I actually, you know what, I'm going to give a lower rating. I'm going to I'm going to say C because I didn't feel her presence in this episode.
0: Absolutely, yeah. Is, I mean, there was
2: no, you know, it was almost like Chuck and Blair were being. Gossip Girl, like, yeah. you know, taking that...
0: They were taking the reins. ...role, yeah.
2: right? Uh, there wasn't really the sense of surveillance and uh, yeah, narrative or, you know, news from her. Yeah. yeah. I would Our say thought-
1: in general, these first few episodes, there's not a sense of surveillance. Like, Gossip Girl's not a plot device Mm
3: -hmm. to the
1: extent that like she becomes both later in the season and later in the show like she's kind of just the narrator right now she's not really like in the mix blowing people's
0: they're learning they're learning what her role should be yeah and if you you know zoom to the big gossip girl reveal i feel like i can see why but we're not gonna. We're, we're not, not
1: gonna, gonna spoil that here.
0: Yeah, I mean everyone must know, but some people don't. So I'm not gonna, not gonna go there. Yeah, unless we already have spoiled it, which is possible.
1: I don't think we have yet. Okay. Well, I feel like it's an inevitability. Maybe we'll just bleep it every time someone does it because there's no way it won't accidentally happen eventually. That's
0: good. But... Okay, I like that idea. Um, before we get into our ratings, we have to start by acknowledging the uh, acapella opening. Glamorous by Fergie, by the I mean, Constance Billard Choir. <laughs>
2: really, uh, a pivotal moment.
0: Oh my! I mean, inspired, like an inspired choice.
1: It's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I really do. Like, it's off key too. I mean, it was an actual <laughs> live performance that they were doing. Like, it sounded yeah. like a real choir. Uh
0: huh. It was so good. I mean, it. Uh, I think they do. There's a repeat. We, we see the choir again in a Christmas episode. I think they're singing Santa Baby. Yeah, All that, I'll say is that it's great. It's a great scene setting device.
2: It's. I imagine it's extremely hard to top this one. Glamorous. It, it, um, it is. And I also think it's obviously such a great soundtrack to the footage of, you know, our student body primping their uniforms Mm -hmm. which I also think is a really memorable and definitive Gossip Girl moment. That also, I think, speaks to the fashion of a lot of the time they are in uniform, but it's not your typical school uniform. It's not going to be what anyone else outside of this bubble is going to wear or can wear to school.
0: Totally. Yeah, I I completely agree. I remember this opening sequence so vividly. I I mean, the song alone
1: is just so indelible how could you forget it
0: how could you forget it
2: yeah i also wrote one of the in in my notes in during the primping and the fluffing of it all Mm -hmm. uh we even see it down to the hand moisturizer like what kid and yeah what yeah some what teenagers moisturizing their hands (laughs) uh as part (laughs) of their routine to go to school uh i also it's also, I think, such an important uh, visual we get of Blair and the Minions putting their
0: headbands on.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: absolutely. I mean, Headband Watch, another another uh, segment in the works. Yeah,
1: this was a beautiful I, week for headbands. so much
0: communicated in such a short period of time. This show, I mean, in some ways, the show is masterful, I'll say it. I don't think mm, yeah. even when
1: the plot gets bad, the visual language of the show is always excellent. Mm-hmm. It's just the plot gets really bad at a certain point. <laughs> and that will always be the cardinal sin of this show. It's just hard to do soap operas for more than a few seasons.
0: Yeah, definitely. Visual language, that's a good way to put it. good way to describe the show. So many, I mean, this show has, or this episode has a few like super memorable scenes, um, oh, but yeah, I was seen. I was
2: surprised watching it back that all of these things occurred in the same episode. happened in one
0: episode. Me yeah. too. And then on, on the next few episodes, we have also have a bunch of iconic scenes.
1: There is not a filler episode in this entire season of television. All, killer, no all eighteen episodes are like really iconic. Like you guys are listening to history right now, <laughs> like
0: literally. That's... Yeah, you know what I'm so excited for. Is the sleepover.
1: So sleepover. excited.
0: Oh, okay. We're not going to, we're not going to jump ahead though.
1: Okay. So or, should we start with Blair?
0: I think report so. card? I think so. Okay. I gave Blair a D because she, I, I almost gave her an F, but she was just such a heinous bitch to Serena and she ruined her own Ivy party as well as Serena's. And then she, uh, I don't know, I think she kind of redeems herself at the end, but I think she was just really um, causing a ruckus and only making more problems for herself.
1: I agree with that. I also gave her a D. I I think if you're going to pull stunts, you need to make sure you land correctly. And she (laughs) did not. Um, She came off foolish the whole episode yeah. um her outfit at the ivy league party too i found offensive so for that
2: reason it's a d that you know i gotta i gotta chime in with the the outfit that was on uh that was a high for me me
3: episode. too um, Really?
1: i thought she looked like nancy reagan she did exactly. she, oh,
2: okay. she is she's okay, giving okay. nancy reagan um she's you know not giving throat goat uh no. <laughs> but not at all. Not with the, the buttoned up shirt and the brooch fastening.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um but I also was kind of just thinking about the rating for the characters, let's say, just on how much they're contributing to the episode and good television. And mm-hmm. I kind of am thinking about it on a, a, a scale of, of cuntiness. Mm-hmm. So uh as well. Um as such, I gave Blair a B.
0: Okay, yeah. honestly, Drew, we might need to rethink our rating system because that might be more effective.
2: You know, she obviously,
0: like she you said, didn't
2: hit it out of the out of the park.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah,
2: but she, it's it's she's it's a really good episode for her. You see highs and you see lows. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe some temporary growth uh, but yeah I don't know I I can see like the that. value in maybe
1: reconstructing our rating system a little bit um, most of my grades have been on vibes <laughs> thus far <laughs> vibes rather than con- when I think maybe the dichotomy should be flipped
0: <laughs> I agree I agree I mean because all of them have bad no vibes yeah, no one has a good vibe so that's maybe not going to help us. Wow, Devin, you've made us rethink our whole show.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we're uh,
0: in real time.
1: Tomato, tomato. <laughs> hey, tomato, tomato. That's that's, that's all you can say. Uh-huh. So- <laughs> that's right. That's right. That's <laughs> why one, one thing I found a f- big bucks. I really found funny this episode. They clocked all of the dream schools for these kids. So. Well, like Blair yeah. is such a like little Yale freak. <laughs> I'm sorry, she is.
0: She is. I love her at the beginning telling Dorota all about how she's always wanted to go to Yale. Like that's a good I like that we're seeing her relationship with her real mom, aka Dorota.
3: Mm-hmm. Like
0: the woman who raised her for real. And also just there's so much said in this opening scene where she's just like talking to dorota and then dorota says you should eat a breakfast your mom would want you to eat a breakfast and she eats one grape like a little look into her eating disorder which we will hear more about in later episodes.
2: i also liked the how the cam you know the camera just followed blair Mm -hmm. you know talking about yale so you imagine she's speaking to her mom right and and then it just pans to at the end and i think that's a really smart visual choice but uh yeah the breakfast what what a breakfast a pile of grapes a coffee what appears to be like coffee a muffin a gigantic yogurt parfait with what appears to be more grapes Mm -hmm. um on a silver platter
3: all the grapes Uh,
2: but the sort of uh, presentation of it with being on a silver platter reminded me also of of kind of taking some visual cues of the sweets from Sophia Coppola's Marie Antoinette and kind of mm-hmm. a testament to the candy coated girliness of Blair. Um, yeah, I love I that love kind of I scene for her.
0: We in I think it was the last episode. Um, there's a scene where her minions are like oh no no she invites uh jenny to help her get dressed and i made the marie antoinette connection like yeah. she's so she's so marie antoinette with her yeah hers her <laughs> and I her corset.
1: marie antoinette True. and gossip girl season one are such a nice pairing i think because they do have very similar sensibilities like very similar visual language even though the gossip girl season 1 does look like it was shot for like $5 but the like yes the approach
3: know.
1: like i thought this episode was except for one scene that we'll get to later like was a little budget but the the approach like soundtrack and like fashion as
0: mm-hmm.
1: um fashion as like character building i just i, I think it's very like Sophia Coppola saw this and was like, "I made my movie already, but I could have taken some notes. Had this come out in 2005 instead of 2007." So <laughs> she did say that. She said that. I heard it. My um, favorite scene of the episode
0: mm-hmm. was
1: the field hockey.
2: Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and Blair, as you pointed out, Drew in a beloved tweet. She, I think she's wearing a Marnie belt on the yeah, field hockey field. It's, it's,
1: so when I did a rewatch two years ago, I had to source this belt and it's, it is a Marnie belt. It's a vintage Marnie belt that I don't remember the year. Um, it was vintage before the episode came out, but like for her to be wearing that belt with a very sharp hook clasp. Midsection playing a sport. Like, the girls had to take out their earrings when we ran track. There's no way yeah, she would no. have been allowed to wear a belt like that without getting, like, impaled on the field hockey field.
0: Especially yeah. with, all the, with all the girl fighting going on.
1: There's so much girl fighting.
0: I mean, the... they, Serena and Blair are just, like, checking each other. Like, checking each other. Serena is, like, seven feet tall, <laughs> Blair's like tiny five foot ass frame is is trembling. Except no, I feel like they're evenly matched. I will say, but Blair, of course, decides that she wants to cry out in pain after a few uh, checks back and forth. Obviously, she's like smirking while she does it, and Serena says she hopes her leg's broken, which is a great moment. <laughs>
2: yeah, I think also a, a good. Uh... Uh, argument for, you know, brains versus brawn. You have mm-hmm. Serena really decks her at the end, but, and Blair is able to think of, you know, a moment for to victory, kind of think of a strategy. What I, what I love, I think also about their outfits and the like crazy accessories that are, you know, with all their, you uni- know, their gym uniforms, even, it reminds me of this scene in Clueless where they have, they're all lined up for PE and mm-hmm. they have crazy, really impractical accessories. Um, you know, I think that I would assume is a nod to that over the top ness of, yeah. you know, Beverly Hills versus a New York city and, and fashion playing a role. Okay. It's and just a perfect being campy. Choice.
1: Oh yeah. It's so campy. It's so perfect. Like, i I keep telling myself i'm going to remember the guy's name who did all the costume design and styling for the show and i know it's eric something but i will i still can't remember his last name and for next episode i will learn it but he did a great job this episode with uh like accessorizing (laughs) like especially with all these uniforms like everyone has such a different style and it's so funny that blair of all people is the one who like cues closest to what i would imagine the actual constance billard outfit is like she doesn't do that much to hers beyond button it up like armor and put on that headband like she's ready for war this episode
0: she is i mean because she is like she's yale she's she's a uniform girl
1: she's a uniform Except girl with her
0: own flair so um, the main like
2: would, uh... oh go ahead.
1: no go on Devin
2: no I was I actually think this is the wrong time for this but uh (laughs) my uh we can come back to this but the needle drop of got it for my mama by will I am
0: not the wrong time at all I mean I that moment and it is cinema history it is cinema
2: history it's such a moment
0: Uh, and
2: uh I remember after watching this episode of downloading that song on the family computer to get onto my ipod uh i did that a lot with the music and uh recently uh, you know many years later i was in the car with my dad and he had his you know music on and i must have downloaded that to like whatever the their you know apple id was and this song comes on and my dad's like what is this why oh my god
3: that um, is and
2: then cool. that reminded me of how major the song is and how major the scene is
0: that is major i mean that is major that your dad has that on his ipod to this day <laughs> phone i guess i wow. don't
2: yeah i don't know it's somewhere in there it's beautiful alloyship
1: mm, that's right so the main kind of conflict of this episode blair decides to dig into why serena returned home uh, from boarding school, and she presses Chuck into service. I did like her making her minions like put ice packs on her legs, both legs. Those <laughs> inspiring. Mean, well, I
2: didn't catch the both legs. That's crazy. oh yeah, no. They
1: each were. They had a one was on one side and the other was on the other side. <laughs> like,
2: oh, yeah. it was
0: Perfect. so
2: funny. Yeah, I love mean, that. Um, I mean, I mean, They both are equal weight.
0: Exactly. And this is where she hatches the plan um, for Chuck to stalk Serena, which, like, these these high schoolers are operating on criminal levels. (laughs) Thank you. I, I, I love that Chuck is just in his limo trailing Serena as she... Goes to the Ostroff Center.
2: <laughs> she has no fucking clue that limo's following her. Yeah, I am like that's he's the headphones are in. in. I will say the headphones are in.
1: Oh yeah, no, the she's definitely are. a
2: girl. Like she's Fire not headphones.
1: concerned with her environment when those headphones are in. Like she's mysterious on the street. Like, ooh, like me. Like she's she's not paying attention to anything. But like Chuck's head was out the window of that limo <laughs> like a dog. Like, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: I mean yeah i i thought that was a funny choice i actually i laughed out loud upon seeing that but um of course she is headed into the ostrov center for uh family therapy which we'll get into later um and blair has the photos to prove it now
3: mm-hmm.
0: and so at this ivy party uh Blair is does the most insane thing a person can do.
1: So insane!
0: How insane is this woman? She chooses to get up on the stage with all of these Ivy School reps around, you know, at this mixer. And apparently, the the schools honor one like charitable or as some organization every year that does a good deed for the community. And this year, she decided, not sure how she got to make this choice, but I digress, um, that they were going to honor the Ostroff Center, where Eric is hospitalized. And, of course, Blair doesn't know that it's Eric who's in the Ostroff Center. So she says that Serena um, (laughs) is, like, a drug addict and is now sober, thanks to the Ostroff Center. Just, I mean... She she invites Serena on stage as well. And Serena, of course, stands up for her brother and gives this bullshit speech about forgiveness. Yeah.
1: The moment of the episode for me though was when she is absolutely gagged to hell and back by Eric <laughs> revealing that his scar that looks like a cigarette
0: burn. I'm gonna like, say that it's, this right it's now. just like crazy. It is a little funny because the way that the makeup department decided to draw on Eric's cutting scar. Was He's it so- cutting
1: himself with like a grapefruit spoon?
0: Like that was. So I mean, it,
1: it looked a silver all- spoon.
0: A silver. Ooh, ooh. okay, got the girl. I mean, it just it looked also looked like a makeup. Sta- it didn't look like any. <laughs> he I was, was like,
3: like
1: doing like um lip kit like swatches. Yeah,
0: like, exactly. And <laughs> see what i did i mean i did have to say i mean obviously i knew what it was but i did have to think wait what like i he revealed his wrist and i was confused
2: i kind of was thinking he was just gonna outwardly say it which would have had i think i don't know i guess the the physicality is a bit more visceral to (laughs) blair it's so visceral Uh, Versus just saying it, um, but I also love that she's like, you know, listen, Eric, you- you've always been a nice kid, and all, uh, and it's so nice for you to stick up for your sister. Like she's really trying to, like, y- you know, just you know, toss him to the side here in this moment, yeah. and then is immediately frozen. I
0: mean, exactly. I think he had to show, the yeah, yeah yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, he had to outstunt
1: the stunt queen herself, and I mean, he.
3: That he is the showmanship a
1: of the true faggot. We do have to <laughs> applaud Eric for yeah. uh, for his boldness it's, it's this week. It's
2: true.
0: It's true. Um, um, how about this? I, I love how um, Blair also like I said up top, she is just sabotaging herself. She keeps excusing herself from her conversations with the Yale rep for like increasingly psychotic conversations about her <laughs> different plots <laughs> Oh, God. Well, I mean, I don't know. It's such a funny thing for this show to say happened. (laughs) Like, yeah. You know what I mean? That's (laughs) a specifically stupid scam. It's awesome.
1: 100%. So the episode ends with Blair making up in. With Serena in the rain.
0: I didn't know where they were.
3: Uh,
2: Bethesda Fountain in Central Park. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's a beautiful place for Serena to read every time she's depressed or whatever they say happens. Also, Which of really, course
2: uh, I mean, idyllic to have no one else there.
0: Yeah. I guess because it's raining, but like, okay. I don't know. I think she's also joined by like some homeless people in that situation. Probably, yeah. if we're doing a
2: realistic. But with the two girls, not an umbrella in sight. No, just a floppy, floppy hat, hat. Yeah. Heels.
0: Nails, of course. I mean,
2: and uh, I think it's funny with that location because there's nowhere for a car to take you there. Devin? Yeah, Blair had to walk in the rain to get. To where she right. is for sure, and you was bone
1: dry.
3: Uh-huh.
1: But
2: you know, maybe someone carried her. <laughs> maybe you never know. She's um, not like the Lady
1: all the way from the right. like, Central Park exactly. West over to the
2: family. exactly. Exactly, set it up, but yeah. I mean, his shoes felt like important. You know. I think no, the component I to the scene I think there's also Serena has wedge heels on so just sort of a personality side by side of Blair with the platform pumps Serena the heeled wedge
0: mm-hmm. yeah. they couldn't have had them both in rain boots that wouldn't have provided the not even one no no, no. It's I mean not practical it's simply not practical that is such a Funny, ch- I, why in the rain? I don't know. Drama, drama, emotion, drama. yeah, tears. I, guess I wonder if anyone in the... Uh, I don't know. I wonder if anyone in post <laughs> said, uh "We kind of have a, a bit of a plot hole. How did these girls trek all the way in those shoes?" And then someone just said, "You know what? We're gonna distract. You know <laughs> like, fuck it. Yeah, they yeah, got there somehow." Exactly. They're... Blair has
1: a gay dad. Pay attention to yeah, that. Yeah, true. She'll <laughs> yeah. she'll
2: figure it out when there's a there's a will there's a way. Literally, just I mean she called her I, dad.
1: I was obsessed with time. the like tinge of homophobia in her voice when she said a
0: 31-year-old <laughs> male model. Uh-huh. Incredible. I mean yeah, she's uh so Blair reads the letter she never sent to Serena in the rain as she Her lip quivers and she, you know, tears well in her eyes, and yeah, she in there as as Drew said, she reveals that her dad is gay. (laughs) (laughs) Like that's the, I mean, the whole thing is um, just like I'm miserable without you. Why did you leave? My dad is gay.
2: Yeah, but also so iconic of just sending your like estranged bestie at boarding school writing them a note to say my dad's gay
0: it is i mean she should have sent it Maybe. yeah
2: always Maybe, send the yeah. letter that's my rule
1: always send the letter
0: wow that's a strong rule always
1: i like that there were cinematic parallels between this scene and the scene in which hannah horvath explains to the principal at the school that she works at um that her dad's gay, and that she's going through a hard time because of it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course, I thought of your dad is gay from girls. Yeah, but I, I don't know these two. These two are really good at playing estranged BFFs. I think.
1: Oh, one hundred percent.
0: Should we get into Serena? Yeah, let's do it. I gave her a D
1: this week as well, Um, because I don't think she. She served nothing to me. And I, I'm a Serena apologist in so many ways. But like. This was not a good week for her. I thought her defense of her brother on stage was. uh Not articulate. To say the least. Um Her outfits all episode. Were beyond the pale. Um And like she started off. Dressed like Courtney Love. And she ended dressed like Colby Kelly. And I found that. <laughs> to be a, of not to my liking so that was the d for me what's i it
0: i think i'm gonna give her a c because i she she gave nothing most of the time but when she gave something she said things like i hope your leg is broken which i liked and I don't know. She stood up for her brother. That's pretty cool. This is using our original system. I think I do want to switch to the rating based on cunt system, but she stood up for her brother. She risked her future. Pretty cool. She made up with Dan, but I don't know. I have mixed feelings about that, I guess, because uh, I don't know. So I, I guess a solid C. Sure. Why not?
2: I'll say a C. Um... I do think that she really brought a lot to the episode
0: mm-hmm.
2: obviously I whenever I'm running late, you know I I sometimes imagine myself Serena rushing to school throwing on a sweater cardigan vest, a tie you know attached to nowhere, slouchy over the knee boots, uh, jumping into a yellow cab and sprinting in mm-hmm. to be late to miss the assembly but then you know I thought, why did she need to even rush there? What was the purpose of the assembly? I other than the lovely a cappella number,
0: I thought that too. And she was so, so devastated
2: when she I, missed. She it. does have a bit of a lower rating for me, also because she didn't get to experience that <laughs> song.
0: Okay, that's true. That Talk was, about character building. Yeah, um, I mean, she
2: missed a very you know what could have been an important moment,
0: and what was to so many. Uh,
2: Yeah, Yeah. she uh, does have a good line reading later on uh, to Blair when Blair shows up at the fountain. She goes, are you here for another catfight? Drama!
0: (laughs) Are you here for another (laughs) catfight?
2: Really (laughs) hilarious of like, I feel like catfight would only be used in people who were not part of the catfight.
0: Yes, that is a good point.
2: But... I, I like her sense of humor in that moment.
0: I, yeah, I mean, I think that is a, that's a good read on Serena. She just bothers me. Like her being late to this assembly made me so just annoyed with her. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, of course you're late. You're always late, bitch. You think the world- revolves? Not relatable? No, not relatable. Late to school? No, because, girl, like, you get to school on time. This is your, I don't know. She just, it, it's a very privileged late, if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, of course. And, uh, and. Oh, actually,
2: you know, I do have to chime in. Say. With some, a reminder that she's late, but we know why she's late. She stayed the oh, night my. at the Ostrov Center with Eric, so he wasn't alone.
0: Which And she does was, then whip yeah. to
2: Lily that she doesn't have a maternal bone in her body.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. That's that was pretty cool. It was nice and, of her, but like, why is Eric in jail? Well, I kept I kept saying as this.
2: as Lily says, it's not jail; it's recovery.
0: It, he is in cultural <laughs> prison. They are holding him hostage. It's crazy. I I mean, it is crazy. I I can't get over the fact that they're keeping him in this room for something that's clearly i don't want to say not an issue anymore but like resolved i mean
2: Never that scar is not well, <laughs> also i think props to serena for you know advocating for eric and getting him out of mm-hmm. the center you know for that really fun party
0: that really fun party that he needed to be at. just a, what insane. a perfect
2: event for him to come out <laughs>
0: Okay, I also want to point out her frantically applying um, a, a Lancome juicy lip tube as she's getting ready for school. I clocked that and I thought, mm, wow, sign of the times, so perfect. Like, these girls on this show were just everything you wanted to be as a middle schooler. Oh, yeah. Um. I also, oh, yeah. want, this is more of a Blair win, but... um blair telling serena that brown doesn't offer degrees in slut <laughs>
2: that's Jen? my that's my line reading of the week that was also my line reading of the week
0: okay you're both gonna have to read it In we will
2: we'll do we will, uh, yeah. oh happy God. to oh
0: I, I i'm gonna need to hear it's gonna be a read-off and whoever embodies blair the best will win but we'll oh get to God. that serena is going to family therapy at the Ostreff Center. And just, as we were saying, begging Lily to let him come home for a weekend, he's literally just held captive.
1: And Lily is, like, uh, being so rude and mean about, like, college and all these other... Like, Lily is just extra waspy this week. Mm -hmm. But my other line of the week was... Blake Lively, it must be said, was, like, extra barred out this week in terms of performance. (laughs) Like, she was... She did not waver the monotone one single time but all i want to do is finish high school in peace and go to another state where nobody knows who i am and then that state being rhode island is
3: yeah
2: so <laughs> so, well you know the smallest state
3: but, it
1: is the smallest state if connecticut's mongolia like rhode island is the arctic circle to these people it's beautiful
0: i i That was a pretty good Blair. She's very mumbly and low.
1: A pretty good Serena.
0: Oh, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Serena's Serena's low, low a low murmur of a person.
1: She is a low murmur, and the speech that she gives on stage at the Ivy Mixer is a low murmur the whole time.
0: You know, know, props to
2: her for making anything up.
0: True, she (laughs) did. I was thinking, what would I do in that situation? As if that would <laughs> yeah. ever happen to me. But I i don't know what I would do. I think I would just feel compelled to be like, she's a liar. Like, <laughs> I would not yeah. maintain my cool and say people need to forgive in sobriety or whatever the fuck she says. Yeah, she I, I, really
2: I kind of like that much. for her.
0: I, I mean, it's definitely like ballsy and... A, it's a cool move for her to do that because she doesn't care because nothing matters because her life is set up for her. Yeah, I mean, the only one who anything
2: matters for here in this party is Dan. Everyone else is really low stakes. Uh, yeah. It's, you know, obviously a game to them.
1: Yeah. And Serena and Dan, like, Serena does kind of win because she gets Dan back on her side with her act of, like, radical love. Mm-hmm. And the like we see so much more of these two so i can't be like oh these two this early on but like oh these two mm-hmm. it's just
0: i yeah i was just like okay i mean yeah. when she asks him to ask her out again okay i don't like it i don't like these two they're both annoying separately and then when you put them together i just mm, oh no thanks I really liked them this episode. Uh, you know, I, gotta,
2: I gotta say, I gotta know. say it. There's also a good moment between Dan and Serena uh, where, let me see. Oh yeah. He says to to Serena when uh, he, she's like, I'm doing this for the Yale rep. And Dan's like, you don't want to go to Yale. It doesn't Blair? She goes, well, I'm, you know, fighting with Blair tonight or something and he goes yeah why not make the entire evening over screwing Blair yep uh also a really good line from Dan yeah yeah,
0: yeah. I I wrote that down too because it, I mean he, he's he's right nothing none of this really matters to her her parents went to Harvard and Brown
2: yeah he did kind of you know gag in that moment too um in the courtyard uh but I thought the rest of their their interactions were quite sweet. I was really happy for them to make up in the end. Uh, I liked how he was chasing after her, which, you know, we obviously see a lot of um, her running away.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> they love to chase and run away.
2: I, I, you know, I think I should have probably given her a higher rating um, than I did.
1: I do think that the hat is disqualifying understand yeah I, I i she was like old fisherman Woodson. it was so <laughs> she she looked like the guy on the fish sticks box like it was yeah. so floppy
0: it was too floppy it was it was the floppiest hat known to man i i, I can't forgive her for the floppy she but was, actually no
2: she was depressed
0: she, she was depressed that's a depression hat
1: it is a depression yeah. hat <laughs> But like the style of the hat was so I mean it, if it the hat had life is good on it I wouldn't have blinked twice like yeah. it was so no, It fisherman. was
0: like I think it was aubergine which I I think is just a dated oh. color and also and I could be wrong but that makes it worse to me
1: Yes I agree with that. I, that was the main reason we talked about last episode that the dress that um, Blair like voice upon Jenny is so ugly is Would because that like her? blue is so dated.
0: Okay, I have mixed feelings about that blue. I think that blue works in certain settings and okay. materials, but we'll Wait, get to I, that. Can
1: I something? Can I say something um, controversial? Yes. So, Anna Hathaway wore a Versace dress to the SAG Awards this past weekend in that exact color, and I didn't like it at all, mostly because of the color.
2: I um, kind of think she was so because there was like their Devil Wears Prada reunion on stage between cerulean. Emily, Meryl, and Anne. I kind of think it was a nod to cerulean. Whether I or not really it was, was an accurate
1: match, I don't think it was an
2: accurate match. Okay. I didn't think it was cerulean.
0: I'm. Well, I think I'm
2: colorblind. Oh, I'll leave that to you. I'll leave that to you.
0: I think it is cerulean or like a royal blue, but I also think, um. This is a really ugly dress, but I like the color <laughs> on her.
1: She looks good in basically anything. You know who always wears that blue, and maybe that's why I'm also thinking of it as an
2: ugly color. Mm-hmm. Ramona Singer. Oh
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's yes. oh, Clinton and Ramona Singer. Yeah,
0: that's, and Ramona fair. Singer. that's fair.
2: That's
0: <laughs> fair. Oh my god! What a confusing chunky belt. Um. Yeah. Anyway who are we on to dan
1: dan okay. i thought dan had a good
0: episode yeah i mean i just like as i'm re-watching this show i'm struck by how annoying he is but i gave him <laughs> because it, he did have a good episode
1: yeah i got it. i gave him a b he was he was a nice guy this week he didn't say anything like super yeah. annoying Okay. I
2: gave him a lower rating. I gave him a C minus, or I would even maybe say a D. And I say that just because his little monologue to, you know, the dean at school or whoever about trying to become like an usher for Dartmouth was horrible. It was so corny.
0: Oh, annoying! Uh, I
2: mean, he he said, "I've been dreaming of Dartmouth, and I think you know Dartmouth's been dreaming of me."
0: Yep, I wrote that down. He really mm-hmm. thought he
2: ate and no wonder he didn't get the Usher role.
0: Yeah, because you can't be that awkward and talk to, I mean, I guess you can because he ended up um, slaying, but he, like is, I, this whole episode is so annoying. From the moment they show his post-shave face with little pieces yeah. of blood tissue all over it, I'm like, oh God, I can't, I yeah. can't can't get in Dartmouth off Quirk alone. But he does no. love the school. He's a smart guy. He's, like, obsessed with the Dartmouth rep and, like, read his book. Blah, blah, blah. Kiss ass. But, yeah, he's a total kiss ass. Um, of course, though, nep- Nepo baby Nate, he gets the usher job despite not even wanting it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Nate
2: sitting in front of me, you know, yeah. he can have whatever position he likes.
0: Totally. Yeah, that's, and I think that's what they said.
1: Yeah, I I didn't necessarily believe that Dan would be a Dartmouth guy. Dan seems like a brown guy.
0: He does.
1: He's quirky ass. He's so Brooklyn.
0: He's so Brooklyn. He's so brown.
1: He's so brown. He yeah. al- also, him opening doors, like, so dramatically, like, both hands, like, oh, shove. Personality Absolutely. disorder.
0: Yeah, he's constantly slamming his body into doors and exhaling the biggest exhale you've ever heard. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't stand him. I mean, I used to really be charmed, and now mm-mm, I know better.
1: I did write down in my notes: Dan is a nepo baby. Start a band, loser, as my <laughs> advice. True. Well, he is
2: a nepo baby. He's got the musician dad. Yeah.
0: yeah. He just needs to switch passions.
2: <laughs> it doesn't really, obviously it's not the same uh, category or tier or league of nepotism as you know, his classmates. No. But in our, you know, you're looking at it from a, he would get that, that moniker of He's having also... a famous musician dad versus like you know, an heiress or whatever we'll say like Serena is like Mm -hmm. wouldn't have wouldn't get that connotation immediately i think in in like if we were talking about her now
1: yeah
0: he's also like into writing though so write some lyrics make start a band
1: like jenny's a rock star jenny's a rock star start like
0: a family band um, but Dan does end up winning over the Dartmouth guy at the Ivy function, so good for Dan.
1: Which he um, got into because Rufus like made a deal with the devil uh, to play um, the devil, being Lily Vanderwood. The, the devil being Lily Vanderwood. So is um, like true shocker. Um, Ru- and We'll get to Rufus, but like him sitting on that sad little stool while Dan pours soda pop Oh, uh, odd. I mean he got in and he wins got in, and he got um, the girl again
0: yeah he got in he got the girl we only have a few more people to run through and I think they're pretty quick I mean
1: yeah because we are yeah, running long but
0: yeah Jenny for sure uh I don't know she's so she's so funny and weird in this first season um <laughs> she really like, is she's like I think I called Nate Flat Stanley last week because of his one-dimensional character. Jenny is Flat Stanley. I gave Jenny is
2: very Flat Stanley. I also gave her a B though. She's giving green. She's giving green. She's giving young. Um, Yeah, she's little
1: J. She's listening.
0: Little J. She's listening and learning.
1: Um, She was on her laptop a lot this week, and that's mostly why I gave her a B because I was like, "It's so funny that she's on her laptop in every scene."
0: Because she's learning about tech.
2: Yeah. I would give her a lower rating because she had some really bad accent work at the beginning.
0: Yes! Um, oh my god, yes, I wrote that which I'm
2: not gonna. I'm not going to redo it. I don't know what kind of accent it was. It was questionable.
0: I don't even know if it was... Okay, I'm going to say it because I don't even know if it was an accent. I thought she does this in... I've clocked this in previous episodes. Yes, you did. It's yeah. not... Like, she's not imitating an accent. I think she's just speaking... In a strange manner, yeah. She said, "I'm your sister. It's what I do."
2: <laughs> yeah, I hated
1: it. It's so it's, awful, and I just you no. Know, it's more like it's what like I, I
2: want to get for a really low rating.
0: I I couldn't. Oh, I don't know. I I and I'm going to say I think this was an an acting choice, in that the previous ones were also acting choices because yeah. they're just. Like, strange line reads.
2: I I don't know. I can see her being written as, like, having to be sort of dorky, like the little sister. For sure, sure. yeah. But, Uh yeah, I didn't like it.
1: (laughs) It's What I Do is so funny, though. I, like, I hope that she keeps making these choices all season.
0: I think we've got a few more.
1: Uh, Hopefully. Oh, my God. So, she wears Boyer's dress to the Ivy
3: Party.
0: Yeah, where she she and Eric, like, sit on the ground and talk about, you know, his, uh, Drew writes, his gay suicide attempt. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't say that without crediting you, Drew. I'm sorry, I, like, maybe
1: that's glib, but, like, the way that I mean, this show treats his suicide attempt is, like, with no seriousness whatsoever, so, like, I feel like it's Perfect. okay not to. It's
0: warranted. I mean, yeah, she, she visits Eric in jail near the end of the episodes and gives him his gift and blah, blah, blah. We can move sweet. on to that. That I was sweet. Like that was really gay. sweet. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. I like them together. But those are the only scenes I really like Jenny in. We're with Eric, so I have to yeah. kind of yeah.
0: think about that. We have some good other... We have some good Jenny episodes in this season.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, she gets towards the latter half of the season. Like, they really figure out what to do with her beyond just making her a like 14 year old like wannabe
0: yeah and beyond great. just making her like a character for someone else to talk to and reveal things about that other character
1: yeah
0: um, so Nate, Nate? Nate I gave a C plus um, because he's learning that he can stand up for himself but he's also annoying everyone's annoying <laughs>
1: Yeah, I gave him a C for similar reasons. I, I'll i say this, and this is going to be the case every week. His dad is really dragging him down, too. Like, this dad is a flop. Like, always in running shorts, always being like, son, what are you doing? Like, the energy is not good with the dad.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I would give a, a C as well. It was kind of, you know, uh, lukewarm He didn't really give us much with the episode other than his looks. Um, I also thought it was interesting of like or or seeing parallels of this mid-aughts trope of a hot, brooding, heartthrob, not having agency over his decisions, Mm -hmm. trying to make us feel some empathy for the character, despite them being way too good looking. Uh, Thinking about like Chad Michael Murray in a Cinderella story. One his dad had his life plan for him and he was so hot. And you're like, mm-hmm. wow, I guess I understand you're being sad. It's hilarious
1: that all of his acts of rebellion this episode are immediately undone by the institutional powers that be. Tries to tank the interview for being an usher, <laughs> still gets it, flops at the mixer and is like so off-putting to the guy. Still has a one-on-one convo with them the next day, like running through Central Park. These people are always running in the Archibald family.
2: Mm -hmm. You know, the cross country of it all. I also thought it was really funny. uh, Nate talking to uh, the Dartmouth rep about his book and immediately like you see the panic in his face when the word epilogue is brought up
0: oh that <laughs> is he has no
2: fucking clue what that means
0: like, what are you yeah that's a good good call out and then
2: also nay not knowing who the lorax is and also just <laughs> him having to read the line lorax back kind of kind of amazing it Pretty is amazing great.
0: i will say that is that is a testament to uh chase crawford's quiet acting his subtle, mm-hmm. subtle <laughs> let's
1: call quiet acting is a good he's thing doing a it. lot with
2: his his uh his <laughs> nice steely eyes
1: mm-hmm. oh he was really hot in this episode he has beautiful eyes and eyebrows
2: we also got a bit of a shirtless moment with him so you know maybe that helps with some points
0: yeah yeah for sure i'll give him a plus for that yeah um okay
1: Chuck was a D Chuck. for me. Chuck
0: was a D for me also.
1: Continues he's... to serve friend of energy.
0: Yeah, like, <laughs> why is he... I mean, he's just doing Blair's bidding. And, um... Yeah, oh, right, he, he fucks the Princeton rep.
1: Gross. Okay. That's... Okay. That Princeton rep, I...
0: Ought to be ashamed was a of very that. normal looking
1: woman i would say i, I at that point i was like it's a maniac she was pretty and she was pretty but well, i was like Chuck? the party were there a
3: lot of were there a lot of uh,
1: prospects at that party for him i he's yeah. like well i guess i can't fuck flair so here's this 37 year old from she Princeton, was a brunette, jersey She
0: was pretty like, and pretty. something is seriously wrong with her
1: Yes, uh, she's, I, she wants to fuck high schoolers. That's really wrong.
2: That's why she's a rep. She's yeah. got to win that's them. She's a rep
0: oh That's she's her scouting. Motivating. Oh no, she's scouting for victims. Um, mm, okay. This show
1: always gets a little SVU, doesn't it?
0: <laughs> like, it does We can't a little.
1: help ourselves.
2: Well,
0: um, oh my God. Do One we have anything else about,
2: about, yes, about Chuck that I would give him some points for? is kind of getting Dan out of the assembly to smoke a joint. Kind of major. In oh. a church? They were in pews. Wait, what does he do? He uh, has a joint and is like, Nate, let's get out of here.
0: That is- Oh, yes. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay.
1: a church joint. Okay. Church Which yeah, I'm,
2: I at school, I kind of, you know, uh, yeah. got him some points for... I mean, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, and I also liked when he said to Blair, when they when he, they were kind of talking about a plan, he really quickly turns around, swivels, and says, "Uh, you don't get enough credit for your wit."
0: Yes, yes, <laughs> that was a good. I thought that really too. good
2: chemistry. Yeah, he they was know, good chemistry. so pleased by her in that moment and so impressed. Uh, I mean, and that's where we saw him. Most the, the episode it was in this cloud, uh, of doing her surveillance, her and eyes he, in the
0: sky. He's right, like, she doesn't get enough credit for her wit. Yeah, she's got amazing one liners. Except, I, I don't know if it's in this episode, I watched another episode after this one because they're bingeable. But, um, Dan calls her like he has some long winded insult describing her where he says like she's just like a just 95 pounds of bone mots and something something but she she does have a lot of bone mots.
1: yeah and she is 95 pounds she is 95 pounds. <laughs> great
0: I, I don't know so dan i guess recognizes her wit
1: yeah she is one of our great
2: minds hmm like um Lily. Lily, we
0: don't even need to write. Really...
2: Oh, I'm so sorry. I have one other thing for Chuck please, that please, I just please. saw on my page. Uh I loved when he said to Blair, don't get your La Perlis in a bunch. Yes. Uh too. He's really not about guy. him, but about, you know, the right. Yeah, yeah. Is. Uh or and just also like thinking or just knowing, I don't know, of, of it just like everyone wears Laperlas is kind of like funny.
0: I mean, um, it's so perfect. It's so like, like Chuck's a little gay.
2: Yeah. Like I yeah. kind of screamed in that moment. I wrote down, damn, Laperlas. Per- La
0: yeah. Like <laughs> amazing call out. So, um,
2: yeah, we can breeze through Lily. I gave her a
1: D and I just wrote down, she is so ashamed of her suicidal
2: gay son. So
0: yeah i gave yeah sure that's a
2: that's a good point
0: yeah uh, for that reason as well
2: he's also she not is... out gay yet right
1: he's
0: just oh, right is he's, true. Not... he's just
2: clocky as gay so did you just out right, eric but... in uh in the, for this pod
0: why did you why did you do that he's never gonna forgive you i, I mean... forget <laughs> how about it Oh, I, you oh, can no. never
1: forget how he's outed. I'm sure. So that would be fun, yeah, yeah. I, to talk I remember it. it's um, one of my favorite episodes.
0: I remember one it's really good one scene with the hard F used. Exactly. Yes. Is that how he's outed? Uh-huh, that's um,
2: yeah, but there's a lot of layers there. Okay, got it. Guys. They
0: only say it once though, but that's
1: kind of all they got one F oh, scene and they used it. Oh my god,
2: it's kind of amazing, incredible. Um,
0: um. Okay, Rufus. Also, it's not. Oh That's true. true. For, those who hear, for those who didn't hear, Devin's careless whisper. The guy who said it is also gay. So it's it's technically he he could be saying it in like a kind fair of fair
2: play. Fair play. One
0: way. Uh, <laughs> it you know? is fair play.
1: It's, it's gay on game play. crime is player play. Um, roof Okay look rufus is a clown i'm just gonna preface what i'm about to say with that i gave him a b plus this week because he looked juicy fruit to me i i was really into the look there was in against my better judgment i saw that he was wearing a, a leather thong necklace which is something that i have chastised him for doing before but this week for whatever reason i was like
2: yeah. The necklace was it. really working. It I really I was. noticed that too. I uh, it was a good necklace.
0: Oh, he so doesn't work for me. He also looked like positively twenty three.
2: Ageless beauty.
0: He, but in a bad <laughs> one, he Looked too young. I looked too uh, big. it was not working for me.
2: I, I think your rating is good. A, a B plus. Yeah. He was a really good dad this episode. He really went out there for Dan. He got him into this party. He made up two new jobs. I he will say, though, house. I really can't imagine Lily like it sweetening the deal for Lily to for him to perform at this party. Yeah. I'm sure she the last thing she would want. Yeah. He
1: got I, two yeah, members of Kings of Leon to come with him and like do like upright bass music. <laughs> like,
2: it was very much i mean it was you could tell he was enjoying himself yeah
1: so he oh, yeah. was like i
2: made a trek it. all the way up here from dumbo to the upper east side and uh, i'm gonna get something that will make me happy
0: he also um i want to which was out- a
2: return ticket to the upper east side again lugging a base <laughs>
0: <laughs> lugging a damn base
2: Although I don't uh, I can't remember if he was playing a
0: bass in this, but I think he was on guitar, but someone was someone was on an upright bass, I think. Mm-hmm. I want to point out that they're using a dartboard as a lazy Susan in the Humphrey household.
1: Just so like, I didn't notice that. That's unforgivable. They're I so would. quirky.
0: Like oh god. they're so Brooklyn. They're so Brooklyn. Oh my god, garage in the middle of the apartment. I can't mm. I can't deal with them.
1: I'm going to ask a question, and you can receive it however you want.
0: Me or Devin or both? Everyone.
1: Everyone oh. in the world who's listening to this can receive it however they want. Does Rufus oh, look like a yassified Zach Braff?
0: Ah, almost, but no, in my opinion.
2: Okay. He he looks yassified, but I don't know if it's... I don't know if I see the Zach. Yeah. The Zach. Feeling. I'm going
1: to agree with you. I couldn't um, unsee the Zach Braff this week.
2: And I don't find Zach Braff hot. Maybe it was maybe it was the necklace. Mm,
1: maybe so. Maybe I just have like a brain chemistry. Maybe you do issue. have a crush
2: on Zach Braff. Maybe that's what this is surfacing.
1: I would like to think that I don't have a crush on Zach Braff. I would like to think that. Maybe I do though. Like maybe yeah, that'll irritating. require some uh some reevaluation. Um good episode though. Great episode.
0: Yes, we should do our final segments.
1: Yeah. I think we can breeze needle drop of the week. We Re- talked about to my eyes, the only two candidates for this because mm-hmm. there weren't a lot of actual licensed songs here beyond glamorous and got it from my mama, but what a
2: two to pick. Two oh, perfect yeah. One's to pick.
0: Devin, did you have any others? That's like all I know.
2: It really has to be. I got it from my mama.
0: Yeah. The no. budget grows on this show as it goes on. One hundred percent. The music budget. But also
1: glamorous must have cost like
0: Do you have to license it though? Yes, if you it's do a cover for,
1: for for a cover. So I used to work in music licensing for everyone listening. Um, this probably would have cost sixty thousand dollars for publishing and
2: sixty thousand dollars for a master. So that's
0: but, a lot you know, of that's a lot of money. It must have really you... won Glam-
3: well in
2: current day that's what it would have cost. I don't know about two thousand seven. Julia, like... we do have a friend that we could get this information from.
0: Who? I mean, Gabe probably knows who know.
2: sings. Who sings? Glamorous
0: Fergie. Do we know Fergie? You guys know Fergie?
2: <laughs> no, but one of our friends' uh, dad was her manager for many
0: years. Oh, yeah. Um, okay. Actually, Will I
2: am. So I wonder if there was a.
0: We need to go into the books. Oh my god. Yeah. Okay. If we could get Fergie
1: on this podcast somehow, I think I would combust,
2: like spontaneously combust.
0: Devin, I forgot about mm-hmm. that detail. I was like, "Do we know? Do we know where I we am?" We
2: don't know, Fergie, or where I am. I'm glad just you know to that. clarify for all the listeners.
0: Well, you could think, what but you there's want.
2: our degree of separation. And uh, anyway,
0: could um, okay. Outfits of the week. I honestly, Devin, I'm with you. I really liked Blair's first lady fit, like her canary yellow button up. The navy skirt suit, her pearls. It was just, like, so funny. It was so, it was like, funny. a girl dressing up as a woman. You know what I mean? But she she worked it. But it was also, like, so just, I'm trying yeah. to be taken seriously.
2: She really meant business in that look.
3: hmm she
2: did. She was uh, just like, I got to get buttoned up. And I'm, you know, I'm ready here. I'm ready to impress uh, the color blocking of the look was really impressive and sophisticated. Um, I love that she had the shirt fastened with a brooch. Um, I like that it was a skirt suit.
0: Yeah, and it I was
2: mean, and it was a very modest length.
0: Mm-hmm. Nobody's different um, like Blair. Yeah. Um, yeah.
2: But in every scene, that shirt brooch and jacket combo, and in every scene of this uh, look, is. It's distracting how good that pairing is.
0: Totally. I yeah, I was very, I was very pleased.
1: Y'all are talking me into it a little bit more. I see the vision. Um I see I see the vision. I already I've talked ad nauseum already about Serena's big dumb hat. So I will shout out the white polo shirts that they were wearing to play field hockey. I love a white polo shirt. I think it is something that everyone should own regardless of gender identity or style it is a perfect basic and it always looks good white polo shirt so best line read I think is the next one
0: um what okay, are we reading let's see. so i'm gonna have to go ahead and say brown doesn't offer degrees in slut oh wait no that wasn't mine i'm sorry that was Devin's. okay
1: <laughs> it was
2: it was i think okay. uh of
1: ours well you know you read it and then i have one i wrote down a separate one so you I have will a separate that one to as you. Well. okay so Devin, why don't you go
2: first well for me it's it's got to be uh blair to serena in the hallway we, af- right after serena's already at her low she was late for the assembly she missed it she had to throw on a vest uh her tie not connected to anything she's humbled in this moment uh Blair says to Serena, "Brown doesn't offer degrees and slut."
0: Awesome, beautiful. I mean, and
2: uh, I'm gonna regret that
1: voice. The, the everything you just said was poetry. I thought I thought it was beautiful. Um, my line read was a go- gossip girl. Did not have a lot of great lines this week, but this one really made me laugh. World War III broke out, and it's wearing knee socks. Non, completely nonsensical
0: no, and it, wait I didn't clock that one and it's wearing these were, are, are you sure that's what it was
1: that's exactly I rewound that's exactly what it was
0: that's puzzling
1: <laughs> it's very puzzling
2: I, that oh. did remind me of another line from Gossip Girl despite at the beginning I had no recollection of her involvement with this this, this episode this week um uh, she says something something to the effect of because I was a teenage drug addict is not a winning college essay. <laughs> and I'm like, that's not true. That seems like a real winner of an essay.
0: Okay. That a was college essay. <laughs> that was, was my, yours. I mean, yeah. okay. It was um, she says some gossip Girl says something long winded and then ends it with I was a teenage drug addict. Okay, wait, let me let me start that again. I was a teenage drug addict is not exactly a winning college essay. I no, I don't think it's a, exactly a winning college essay. I'm going to agree. Not. <laughs> I kind of, I fumbled the line read. I'm forgetting her tone now, but. Gossip Girl's tone is always to kind of like, Oh hmm. no. I, I celebrate it. I'm glad we all agree on these fantastic lines.
1: I think we can all agree also on bully of the week and victim of the week. Blair was outrageous this week as was, a bully. He
0: was 100% <laughs> the bully.
1: And I think when you bring in gay suicide in a pre-Trevor Project, pre-It Gets Better environment, Eric just has to be the victim. Like, how are you going to out-victim that? It's 2007. Mm-hmm. There's there's nothing else. And I yeah, I
2: also think he was... He really had to answer a lot of questions about Miami at that fucking party. He really had to live with his... Mom's narrative of shame of him living in Miami with Aunt Carol.
0: You really yes. had to say go Marlins like three yeah. times.
2: and but he he was able to tell Bart Bass about saving the manatees.
0: He was, and thank God for that. Um, I don't have a cultural recommendation this week because I just don't.
1: Yeah, we're this was not a very cultureful week um my xoxo which is the cultural thing that we do want to recommend this week that's not gossip girl related uh tin sardines i'm gonna recommend tin (laughs) sardines i really like this brand of tin sardines from Matith. they are a galician uh tin fish brand that i buy at my local wine and cheese shop these sardines are really good and you can find them basically everywhere so go get Matith tin sardines
0: That's my recommendation. That is a good recommendation. I have
1: never said tin sardines more in like a thirty-minute span or a thirty-second span than like that. So that's the that's the
2: emphasis I'm putting on this. They're good, very good.
0: True or Devin, do you have any?
2: You know, I I didn't have one planned, but what I've been liking today, and I've been thinking about uh, wanting to see it get more. Uh, play right now is kim gordon's new song bye bye
3: Mm -hmm.
1: and and the video is really good it's really really good and directed basically
2: riffing a a packing list I, i
1: think the video is also directed by coco gordon her daughter who i believe is on gossip girl at some point in like a bit role oh wow Am I crazy um, we'll have to go to imdb for that
2: yeah i know she she's in the video i think clara the photographer clara bonzari might have directed it just cuz i look. oh yeah yeah
1: if you look you too know
2: <laughs> what have to no like, but um, but now i'm but now i'm thinking i'm wrong but yeah and it's coco Moore's in the video she's wearing like all that calzada. uh it's uh it's a really good uh, it's a good video it's
1: a great song too. The I don't remember the name of the second single that she just dropped from the upcoming album, but that sounds really good too. Love Kim I Gordon to
2: listen to that. Good stuff.
1: Well, I think that's
0: all, <laughs> right,
2: uh, Julia? Julia, you, you didn't else? have you didn't have any recommendation at all. Um, or
0: so scatterbrained, I cannot think mm-hmm. right now. I'm sorry, That's am okay. sorry. Okay.
2: Okay. Um. There was one other thing that I liked in the episode See? just to okay. share amongst us girls. Uh, the Blair's minions at the party were just talking about neuroscience. And I love that.
0: I love that. Women in
2: STEM.
1: Women. Well, one of the actors who plays one of the minions is a legit actual doctor at Johns Hopkins now. Hmm, that's great. So maybe she was drawing on real knowledge.
0: I forgot about that. Love that. Incredible detail. Well,
1: well, this was a fantastic episode. Devin, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank
2: you for having me. Uh,
1: If you would like to be found on social media, where can people find
2: you? Um, I think on uh, most platforms. It's just at Devin P. Barrett. Lovely. P is my middle initial, everyone.
1: P is also my middle initial. I wonder. We can uh, offline. Well, yeah. <laughs> or like the P link up. Um, yeah, we can debrief off Mike about that. We're cutting that. We're cutting that. Um I you can find um me on Twitter at FKPigs. Um, and you can find us on TikTok at uh Julia Gray OK. Is that right, Julia?
0: That's correct. Wow!
1: Shout out
2: to your TikTok.
0: Yeah. You know what? We are we're giving it our all. Yeah,
1: and if you're listening all the way through to the end of this podcast, go follow that TikTok right now. We you know, really... I gotta make
2: sure I do. I I think I do. I think I do. Julia Gray, but we'll make sure.
1: It's if you guys knew how debasing it was to make TikToks, you would pity us and follow
2: please we need it like we yeah i you know i'm on i'm on tiktok too
1: do you want to drop the tiktok
2: it's the same handle
1: oh my god okay see that's branson i try to
2: keep consistency across the board you know i celebrate
0: that
1: but but and we celebrate the fans as well so
0: we do. All Thank right. you so much, Devin, for taking the time. This was, this was wonderful. a blast. I love Thank talking you all. You.
2: I love talking about our girls.
0: You Very are cool. such a joy and such a good perspective to have, and we appreciate it.
2: Thank you. I appreciate that. This was is
1: fun. It, is it time to do the sign-off?
0: Yes. All right. Oh, wait. Right. Should we say it in unison? This yeah, let's new.
1: try it. Okay.
0: One. X. oh, oh. oh okay let's One, try it again two, three xoxo, X-O-X-O. girls Girl room okay
3: we're gonna need to work on that <laughs>